listening to the Loving BDSM podcast, episode 373. Okay, the Lord's here with the one, the only, the, oh, you're still smugly smirking. Yeah, I am. In satisfaction. <laughs> I mean, same, quite frankly. Yeah. Feeling quite satisfying. Mm-hmm. John Brownstone, almost didn't say your name. <laughs> Was waxing poetic about your smug smirk. <laughs> your satisfied smug smirk. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's all we're going to say about that. This week, we're talking about two terms for dominance that get used a lot when it comes to bratty or sassy submissives. Uh, we're going to share our thoughts. Brat tamer versus brat handler. Mm. Welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday, and now Mondays, for your kinky pleasure and education. And show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter or X or whatever the hell we're calling it this week, at Loving BDSM, on FetLife at Loving BDSM PC, the PC stands for podcast, y'all, on Instagram and threads, at that handle I will forever fucking hate, Loving DS and the number one, so it's at Loving DS1, or on YouTube at youtube.com slash Loving BDSM, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. Okay, before we get into this week's episode, got a couple things to go over. The first one is, thanks to Beducated for sponsoring Mm. this week's episode. Yay! If you've been around for a hot minute, you know we love Beducated. It is an online learning platform, but instead of all those like work topics, it's uh, sex kink relationships. Um, Some of them are like in short snippets and some of them are longer courses. All of it's got a video basis to it, sometimes with, you know, homework. And when we're talking sex, kink, and relationships, homework is like what you want. Like, <laughs> no, we're not we're not mad about homework in those kinds mm-mm, of uh, contexts. So um, at Beducated, they do have a kink section. They have a communication section. They have a, oh, you want to do something sexy with a vulva? Here you go. Here's that section. Something sexy with a penis? Here you go. You want to, like, do new things to you? There you go. You want to get better at things. Um, so some of those courses are, there's there's a course on boundaries. And I mean, I'm better than I used to be, but I did have this moment of, I might need to take that and just translate it into non-sex stuff because <laughs> I'm not great at boundaries. But then there's also like courses on play wrestling, you know, when you, you get start manhandling one another and get, get sexy with it. And daddy role play and dirty talk and pegging and like all kinds of stuff. So, oh my. <laughs> so if one of your goals is to get better at any part of sex, kink, or relationships, you might want to check out Beducated. Um, if you use the code LOVING, you'll get 60% off. The The whole Black Friday thing is happening early all over the place. So use the link in the places, description box on YouTube, show notes on uh, po- for the podcast. Uh, use code LOVING, you save 60% off, depending on how the plan you sign up for. That could be as low as $6.66 cents per month. I think that's on an annual plan. Um, You get the first 24 hours for free. So you can look around and see, is this even what I want before you get charged? And then there's a 14 day money back guarantee. So if you're not satisfied, you got Mm -hmm. two weeks. Um, But yeah, you can take the courses like at your own pace. So like the segments and depending on the course might be like three or four minutes, maybe 10 and you watch it and then you stop and you go do what you gotta do and you come back to it. And then there'll be like little assignments and like, I'm just saying, that's the kind of homework I'm here for. Let's get sexy with it. Let's get kinky with it. Let's get communicative with it, whatever the class might be. And then have some fun with it. Exactly. So that sounds like your thing. Code is loving. 60% off. Link in the places. Thanks again to Beducated for sponsoring this week's Mm -hmm. episode. We love you, Beducated. Okay. One more announcement. November 18th is fast approaching. Yep. Like way too fast, like 10 days away from the time of recording. <laughs> um, and on November 18th, we will be at the woodshed in Orlando. Yes. Uh, selling and shilling our kinky wares. <laughs> that we will. <laughs> um, they're doing a kinky vendor thing. Uh, you love to say the name. Would you like to do it? Because I know it makes you happy. Extravaganza. You love that word. I don't. I don't know what that. <laughs> I don't know what that word is. What about what it is about that word? Would you love that word? Um, yeah, where there is the kinkery, we're gonna have paddles and wooden knives and wax play candles. If I don't mm-hmm. accidentally sell them all before we get there, uh, <laughs> and diabolical sticks and oh my! So mm-hmm. if you 
are near Orlando, Florida, can get to Orlando, Florida, want to be in Orlando, Florida on November 18th from 3 to 7 at the Woodshed, uh, come see us. It's free to go in during that time. Correct. Um, And it's a a low, low, low pressure situation in a dungeon because lights are all up and there's vendors everywhere. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to come by from us. You can just come say hi. We, I'll be probably be awkward, but I'm I am always awkward. Uh, <laughs> it's just my nature. Um, yeah, Woodshed, November eighteenth, three to seven. We'll be there. If you're there, come say hi. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So okay. we're gonna get into this topic. Mm. And here's what's funny. When I thought, hey, let's have this conversation, I thought it was a brilliant idea. <laughs> Uh oh! And now that you had discussing it, I'm like, oh, so how many people are gonna piss off? <laughs> <laughs> so I want to give like disclaimers and caveats and all of that stuff to episodes um, like this, where we talk about terms, and we've done different episodes in the past where we're mm-hmm. talking about terms. The thing is, our philosophy on these terms is yes, there's kind of there needs to be a common language. Labels are important to give a common language to all of us so we kind of all know what we're talking about and you have to have a place to start but also the definitions are a lot more flexible and malleable than most some people think they are you can make the word fit you instead of you having to fit a pre uh a predefined definition i don't think that's what that is but you Mm -hmm. know what i mean right so we're gonna talk about these terms as we see them based on our understanding and our viewpoint and it is okay if you fundamentally disagree. If you're like, okay, I hear what you're saying, but I use this term in this way and this is Mm -hmm. what it means for me, that is okay, okay? That's kind of how we think it should be. Mm -hmm. So, Brat Tamer versus Brat Handler. Yeah. So I tried to do my research. Okay. And uh, to come up, see if I could come up with a good solid definition that the world thinks there is. If somebody has tried to define where I go, yeah, I see where they're coming from with that. Mm-hmm. Um, brat tamer is so fucking common. I was like, brat tamer, BDSM definition. And mostly what I got was like Cosmo and Mashable and all these articles where people are talking about, look, it's real trendy in the Google world to, to do BDSM content these days. So you can get those good, good clicks. Um, mm. And it is weird to me that brat bratty submissives would be on a site like Mashable. Mashable after dark of all things. It's whatever okay right so i was trying to like find a source i was like no no i think this is actually kink mm-hmm. <laughs> they might have a credible definition and we found some okay. uh, on youtube i will not be linking to these because i don't need youtube to shut us down <laughs> they will be linked in friday's podcast's show notes page so the first is from the bdsm training academy website I don't have any opinions on the training academy itself. Mm -hmm. No interaction with that I can remember. But I was like, okay, at least it's a BDSM site. So this is how they define brat tamer. Okay. Brat taming is almost as misunderstood as bratting. Brat taming is not about breaking the spirit of a brat or getting them to stop bratting. It is about teaching a brat when it is appropriate to brat and when it is not. Brat tamers who engage in brat taming are usually sadists who enjoy the challenge brats can bring and enjoy punishments. They enjoy playing with brats and are usually into spanking, whipping, paddling, and other forms of corporal punishment. Mm -hmm. There are also plenty of fake brat tamers out there who confuse brat taming with putting fear into a brat and forcing them to never brat again. Thus, it is important to know what brat taming is and what it isn't before you engage in it or before seeking a brat tamer. The reason I picked this definition is because yes, to me, there's two sides to that term, whether mm-hmm. you like that term or don't, you reject that term or don't. And I I wanted to point that out. Now, brat handler. Okay. Uh, there's a kinctionary section on uh, fat life. I was oh, not wow. aware. Okay. okay. I was like, okay, here we go. So this is how fat life defines brat handler. Okay. Also known as a brat wrangler. I like that Hmm. too. A person who is the dominant or top role in a consensual relationship with a brat. Brat handlers, sometimes also referred to as just a handler, see themselves as enhancing or engaging in a brat's natural tendencies. They do not wish to change or mold the brat's behavior, but are more than capable of assertiveness or delivering punishments if the brat gets too out of hand. You, Hmm. my darling JB, are a sass handler. I am. Right, right, right. I, I, I am. So, 
what do we think about these terms? So the the first one, Brat Tamer. Brat Tamer. Mm-hmm. Um, I I like the definition that this that, site that gave. This yeah, site yeah. gave. Yeah. Um, the the term Brat Tamer has always left kind of a bad taste in my mouth. Okay. Okay. And and I think it's it's in part because of when I came into the lifestyle, there were a lot of people who would throw around the words how um, they're going to tame their submissive, they're going to break their submissive, they're going to, mm. you know, remold them into, into something, yeah. you know, something other than they are. So in, in that case, you know, the, the, the term tamer, for me, always left a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth. Sure, it's like I, the implication is you're being bratty, and I'm going to make you stop being bratty. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's depending on who you are and how you engage with your own bratty behavior or sassy behavior, <laughs> um, there can be an appeal to that for some people, I'm sure. But yeah, I, I get you. The implication is um, it's almost like I'm going to fix you. I'm going to make you not be that way. Yeah. And, I, you know, temporarily, like, get me. I'm not a brat, but I am sassy and I understand mm-hmm. there's a line. I get it. Um, you know, get me to a place where all I can be is obedient because that's what I want. Because something about the interaction made me go, mm, OK, I remember who's in charge now. This is good. Um, <laughs> I can see that. And I can. But I personally, for me, I can see that in. That being an exception, not a rule, mm-hmm. certainly for us, simply because, you know, if you're trying to, quote, tame your brat, as the the name implies, um, it, you don't want them to be bratty. And there are times when you yeah. don't want somebody to be well, bratty. There's, Maybe there's, it's there's, not the there, moment. There's a time and place for everything. <laughs> right, 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 okay. Right, right. Even as you found out, there's a time and place for sass. I know. I think it should be always and everywhere, but sure, <laughs> sure. Time and place. Time and place. <laughs> and and you know, the way the way I've always kind of looked at it and and why I frowned upon those things because if, if someone identifies as as a brat, okay? I I would think that that is a fundamental part of who they are. Yeah. To a good extent. Sure. All right. I mean, look at you. You couldn't survive without the sass. Oh, God, no. I feel empty and dead inside. Right. And bored. Right. So, you know, the, the thought that of, of taking that away from them and, you know, changing them into something they're not, mm-hmm. that, that, that's kind of why, um, you know, that – Initially, that term did not sit well with me. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, this definition, we're, go ahead and. Right here on this tab right that there. That tab right there. <laughs> I mean, the, you know, teaching, you know, when it's acceptable, when it's correcting. not. Correcting, mm-hmm. you know. Reminding one who's in charge. Right. I mean, I'm getting a little turned on just thinking about that. But, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and I have to say that, you know, the other definition, I, I, I relate to that the Much more, yes. Uh, you know, uh, the same. I like that the BDSM Training Academy defined it as being one being misunderstood because I think it probably is. I think mm-hmm. those people who embrace the brat tamer label and genuinely enjoy the bratty behavior from their submissive at some level at certain sure. times or whatever would say, yes, I'm not trying to make them stop. We're having this moment where I'm correcting because maybe this wasn't the time or the brat was pushing buttons and okay, they're going to get more than maybe they hoped for, Mm -hmm. or this is part of the play and the play, it's the thing. It's the give and take of brat and sass. Again, I get it. There's a Mm -hmm. fucking line between the two. I know. Um, (laughs) There's a line, there's a, 
There's a time and place for it, and it's a back and forth. It's part of the energy exchange and the power exchange. Absolutely. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna always do it because I'm. I'm first and foremost trying to be a good girl. But when I sass, I want a reaction. I think I'm hilarious. Right. And I've met many a brat who you can see the gleam in their eyes after they've bratted. They're like, I'm fucking hilarious. I don't know what their other motivations are. I don't know them. I'm not in their head, but I can, I know yeah. that fucking look when I'm like, yeah, I said, I said the thing. And now what's the reaction? Very rarely for me, am I trying genuinely to get your dominant reaction? I often, when I am sassy and sassing, I really am going for the laugh. That's a little bit why I don't say I'm a brat. Mm -hmm. um, but I have had those moments where I knew that I was like tiptoeing on the line and I yeah. wanted the reaction. I wanted you as to come back at me as a dominant, not mm -hmm. you know, not even as my daddy. Like and even maybe as my daddy. Not the caregiver side, but the like, okay, you're pushing it, girl. Like I'm like yeah, I am. I'm glad you've noticed. I'm so, and so, I know that there are those interactions, and it's not a universal because nothing's universal. Yeah. But I think it's probably a little bit more common than maybe not of brats bratting for the reaction for the wait. Are you going to push back? Are you going to yeah, put me absolutely. in my place? This is, but it's all an exchange of energy and brat tamer if you embrace the definition similar to how this site bdsm training academy mm -hmm. um defines it i'm a lot more comfortable with the term in general this way of yeah i'm taming you temporarily i'm not stopping you from being a brat mm -hmm. but i'm going to remind you of your place and there's going to be punishment punishment stern right. whatever 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 that dynamic is but we know that this is going to keep coming around that's mm -hmm. the fucking point yeah. right i i would not i don't personally love brat tamer for or sass tamer uh we're getting really <laughs> specific um in the way i want to engage in that because I think part of me, for me, it's intention, like, because I'm not intending mm. to like piss you off or disobey or challenge. Very rarely is that my intention. Okay. If that, if the energy that came back to me every time was a correction, even if it was fun and kinky and sexy, yeah, I know me, I would be like, I, this, this is fun every once in a while, but this is over the top every time. Cause yeah. that's not what I'm going for. But that's where I go back to the energy exchange and the power exchange. Mm -hmm. What are we actually trying to do here? Is is bratting and the response to bratting meant to be a push and pull and that's what we want, at least some to, of the time? To a certain extent. Right. I mean um on on the other side of the spectrum and I and you have you you called it and I I absolutely embrace it. Um you have on a number of occasions called me a bratty daddy. Oh, you're a bratty daddy. Okay. Because you're, when I say it, it's partly because you're playful and you're teasing. Yeah. Not the way I interpret bratting on my side of the slash, though. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not trying to be petulant or disobedient or, but you are trying to get a rise and you will tease. And I know a lot of brats who are trying to get the rise and they're trying to tease. They're not. Yeah. You know, some of them are trying to be a little disobedient and see what they can get away with. And some are like, I just, I want to push your buttons and see what happens. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and how do you push back and, when I push those buttons? And, and you know, that's just it. And I, I think a lot of that depends on the um, um, circumstances at mm -hmm, the time. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, because like you said, there, there are times you have brought on the sass and I'll be like, girl this is not the time and see the the internal good girl in me goes mm -hmm, okay I, I feel bad i don't like that i don't like the feeling of that yeah. correction because that's not fun to me mm -hmm. um but i'm also like oh okay i'm putting my place but i wouldn't from our dynamic which is just one of an infinite number of ways to mm -hmm. do it that's not taming more so that's that's a little bit of discipline right and and then on the other part of that, there are times when you have brought the sass and I've given back just as good as I've gotten. I know. And usually then it ends with me going, no, daddy, you're being so mean. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like nothing says I'm an only child better than the fact I cannot handle too much teasing. Like I yeah. genuinely cannot. <laughs> I cannot be shit talked or anything like it will hurt my feelings and I will cry. Also, my inability to share as, snacks. As someone who had 
two siblings. I'm just giving you a taste of what you missed Don't, out nope, on. Nope, nope. I'm good. I'm good. I, I feel good. <laughs> so, Brat Handler, mm-hmm. and I don't know the history of this because I would have had to search like the bowels of fucking Google yeah. to find this, and that's yeah. almost impossible with kink stuff anyway. And I didn't have the time. But I almost wonder if the term Brat Handler was came into being as a alternative to brat tamer because i know there are a lot of people who do not like the term brat tamer right because of the implication and even the the definition on bdsm training mm-hmm. academy when it was like okay um the way it's used badly is that i'm gonna break you of the bratting and that's what i think taming means and, right. and truly if you think of what the word tame means yeah I, well i think a lot of people that's where their head would well, go I mean, right because you you have these i i know for myself you know you 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 go into these thoughts of years ago it's there you know you have your tiger trainers your t- tiger you know yeah. animal trainer uh you know lion tamer right you, you exactly know, and these... it's to subdue and to yes to remind them who's boss but to change a fundamental part of their being so that they right. can interact in you know, in front of an audience or the yeah. I'm in lion taming, that's the where I'm taking mm-hmm. that. So it's like a brat tamer, there I can see people rejecting that term because it's like I'm not trying to break you. I'm not trying to make right. you not bratty. So don't, I don't, don't like, want don't want you to be something you're not. Right. Now the sad thing is is there are way too many people who don't want the brat, but instead of going, Okay, we're just incompatible, they're trying to they are trying to eliminate the brat behavior from the, the bratty right. person. Mm-hmm. And that's to me a little scary. Not, I think, yes, it can go to the, the dark side of, of abuse and, and something sure. really unhealthy and negative. But there's also the, the, you are presenting to me as you are and I'm deciding that it's unacceptable. But instead of just saying, okay, I don't think this works. Mm-hmm. We're not compatible. You know, I as the dom who doesn't like bratting, but have decided, I'm sure you can be my submissive. I'm going to try and make you somebody that you're not. Mm-hmm. And and that and and see that that, is, like that that is something to me. And and even with past partners I've had, um, you know, I I love your sass. Okay, I don't want to take that away from you right. because I like that push and pull. Mm-hmm aspect of our relationship Mm -hmm. um yes there are times it's frustrating right when when it's brought out at the wrong time or in the wrong way but the way i look at it the way i see it it keeps it fun Mm -hmm. and you know i'm only one submissive speaking from one perspective Mm -hmm. but being allowed i guess air quote that because it's kind of it's fundamental to my nature but also we have to agree there's a consent part to this that you will accept sass from me. Um, Being allowed to sass, but being taught sometimes through consequences, Mm -hmm. that there's a time and a place or there's a a way to go about doing it. To me, that's the submissive part of being a bratty or sassy submissive because I choose to give up that control. Like if if I was just sassy or if i was just bratty and there was no submissive part there there might be a constant push and pull but in my mind for me i don't know how others define this Mm -hmm. for themselves it would be a i'm going to constantly fight you and yeah i might lose sometimes but the fight the fight is part i'm going to be bratty and see Mm -hmm. how you react Mm -hmm. and i'm only going to be bratty the submissive part of it to me is when i allow you to you know dictate the terms that right now it's fun yeah. And right then, it is not fun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and see, that's why I I I I like that aspect of our relationship uh, because I enjoy that push and pull. Okay, mm-hmm. I I like at times having to wrestle that mm-hmm. you know thing from you, but definitely not something I want to take away from you. Right, because then it's taking away a part of who I am, and then I am not the person that you went, oh, that's my person, I like them. Yeah. Right, and I, th- I think that's the the biggest problem I, from observation, because I just don't have an, enough experience with it. The biggest problem I see from observation is that too many power exchanges occur between somebody who has a bratty or sassy or playful side mm-hmm. and a person who does not want it, like it, respect it, 
doesn't think it has a place, whether it's because they have an idea in their mind of what they think submission is, or it's just not a thing that they're into. And instead of going, okay, we are just incompatible, more time is spent on how do I break you of this? How do I make this go away because I don't like it? And then, you know, you know, you get into some some not good moments. Mm-hmm. And bratting like everything, you know, one, it's it can be part of a power exchange, just the sure. way you are interacting with another. Two, it has to be consented to. But three, it's a compatibility thing. You either like this part of me, whether you yeah. want to add some discipline to it and, and teach me in our own kinky way, time and place, or it's fun to go back and forth. This is not us because I'm not built this way. But for other people, it's fun to go back and forth because there's going to be a point where the line is crossed and ooh, now it gets kinky in a way that they like. Yeah. And, but it's still it's still enjoyable on some level for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, brat handlers, go back to it. I, okay. I wonder and I don't know, did it come about because enough people went, I don't like brat tamer. That's not quite right. right. So when we get brat handler or wrangler, um, I... I'm not unhappy with this term. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, if <laughs> I think if you if you chose to call yourself a sass handler, I'd be like, yeah, that's probably true. Because <laughs> because look, look, I'm a handful and I am OK with that. I've I've learned to embrace that. I'm not ashamed of that side of myself. I'm not mm-hmm. hiding that side of myself. You enjoy it 95 percent of the time. And yes. the job we have with one another is dealing with that other five percent. Mm-hmm. And my submissive nature is like, OK, I want to avoid that five percent. I want to go for the 95. Now we're having fun. Right? Yeah. But yeah, I yeah, yeah. I am a handful and getting a handle on me is not always easy. And I'm okay with that. I don't. I don't want it to be easy for anybody. I want. You know. Let's let's have the challenge. Like, can you match yeah. wits with me? Can you keep up with me? Exactly. Can you push back? Can you say or do something that puts me in that submissive place where I go, "Ooh, yeah, that's right. He's in charge, and I'm gonna. For, I'm okay. For me, he's in charge. for me as a dominant, dealing with your sass, your mm-hmm. brassiness, mm-hmm. um, it's. It's challenging. Mm-hmm. It's um, it, it's almost like it keeps me on edge, keeps me sharp, you know. Right. All right. What what you what you up to now? What you gonna what you trying to? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the definition of brat handler as they don't want to change or mold the brat's behavior. Um, just get a handle on it. Like here, go be be the your bratty self. Mm-hmm. Oh, but now you've gone too far, and I'm the dominant and. I'm going to put you in your place you back because in. it's part of what we do here. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not unhappy with that term. I don't, it doesn't bother me the way Brat Tamer kind of does. Because I think right. it's because in my mind, I can see how Brat Tamer gets taken to not a good place by too many people. Mm-hmm. I can see how it's used to justify, you know, and maintaining an incompatible relationship but ultimately like everybody's gonna be miserable at some point yeah um i can definitely see where it's used um in a dangerous way that's not healthy certainly for the brat in question sure. um brat handler doesn't get me in those feels quite as mm-hmm. much um i do think that i think it's fun and it's fine if you want to have little terms and you're like yeah i'm a brat tamer brat handler Blah. like that's fine I'm, I'm sassy i get it like i call mm-hmm. myself that and i i take that label I, I don't part of me though the part of me that's just maybe we've we've just spent too many years talking about power exchange i just see it all as power exchange so i'm like it you're is. a dom and they're a sub your flavor is this one's a brat, and you as the dom are like, okay, I'm I'm facing the challenge. You I know? mean, you <laughs> and know, I'm enjoying that's, it. That's like I get upset too when I when I see people talking about you know brat shouldn't exist, brat brat have no oh, place Lord, in lifestyle. I roll real yeah, hard. Yeah, you know, it's like no, they have their place. It's they're fu- not they're just not for you. Right, move, move along fine. and find what you want. If what you want is a really disciplined, subservient. In all aspects, whatever you define that, submissive mm-hmm. partner who is going to learn what you want them to learn. They're not going to question. And that's what you enjoy and that's what you need. And I, that's fine. Yeah. 
But we're not going to negate somebody else's need for the challenge, the playfulness, and the the, sure. the push and pull. Mm-hmm. Because for some people, that's exactly what they need. Now, not everybody who engages in the push and pull would say that they're brats. That's I think that's a a type of push and pull, a type of challenge. There are other ways that people challenge one another in power mm-hmm. exchange. You know, I think um, primal play can be part of the challenge. You know, predator and prey. And sure, like, it, it's it's the same type of thing. You're right. as you know. But again, even in in that, you're not trying to to take that aspect of somebody away. Right. You're reveling you know. in it, really. You're, you're oh, yeah. embracing it and taking advantage of it. It's like, okay, this is the energy we bring to this. You mm-hmm. know, you're gonna challenge me, and I'm gonna push back, and that collision in the power exchange is where the fun, the satisfaction, the kink, the whatever, whatever, right, is and. That's why I cannot embrace brat for myself because <laughs> most of the time I want to serve and I want to be a good girl. I want the praise. Yeah. I want you to be happy. I want to know I've taken care of you. I want to know I've done for you. And then other times you're like a, a pot ready to boil. Well, it's not even, <laughs> now not all not all brats are in it for the challenge of we all you know. See, look, I said we. Those of us in the category, and I think SAS is a subset, okay? I do, because because (laughs) there's absolutely this uh, style and thought in power exchange that submissives are supposed to speak demurely, they're supposed to be polite, they're supposed to not, they're not, you can Mm -hmm. challenge in terms of let's negotiate, but like, you know, there's a a way, a stereotypical way that submissives are seen to be unwanted, you know, whatever. And when you go into the brat and sass territory, mm-hmm. you know, we're, well, we kind of reject some of that at, at the bare and, minimum. And I think that's where a lot of that comes in because, you know, whether it was old guard or high protocol, sure. you know, you, you in, in those type of – you don't do that, mm-hmm. you know. But right, then, it's the height yeah. of like – like um, bad manners and bad training and you're a reflection of your dom. And, and mm-hmm. you know what? I still, I, that's old fashioned. I know, I know I'm still a reflection of you and I'm, I'm sassy and I'm smart and I'm playful and I'll challenge you and I won't take shit from somebody who, who has not earned, you know, what yeah. you have earned. And yeah, you want me to be that way. <laughs> you like that about me. It's a feature, not a bug. You know what I mean? <laughs> True, but true, that's true, what I was true. saying. Not every brat brats to challenge, right? True. Like everybody has their own ways of engaging and their own mm-hmm. um, reasons, reasons, and, and all of that. Yeah. But you know, I don't know. For those who like say brats are not real subs or they're bad or they're whatever, ugh, they should be dealt with. Whatever. It's like just, I mean, just say you can't handle a challenge from your partner. Right. Next time, just say it. Just mm-hmm. say you don't want to and can't. Okay. Yeah. Also, it's valid to not want that kind of challenge. Like it's just, it's about style. And anytime I hear somebody go, oh, well that brat needs to be tamed and not in like the fun, playful way we've been talking about, <laughs> or there shouldn't be brats or bratting is not submissive. I mean, yeah. that's just a version of one true wayism. You see submissives mm-hmm. as a specific type or style, and anything outside of that does not fit that person's narrow definition of what submission is, not right. just for themselves, but for everybody. And that's one true wayism every fucking time. Yeah. Now, <sighs> brat tamer is one thing and can get twisted way too easily. Brat handler, again, I don't have any problems with that mm-hmm. term. I, I can see that term. But I still go back to it is a little bit narrowing. It's a little bit putting somebody in a box. And you know what? I I don't think you can come up with any kind of label to a certain extent that doesn't. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay? I agree. It's it's just not possible. Mm -hmm. You know, and you, you, you take the labels with a grain of salt. I think so, yeah. To a bit. I mean, we talk about redefining them for your for ourselves as individuals right. all the time so yeah. you know there there is that um you know uh, i i kind of like wrangler wrangler yeah. yeah i mean i yeah because there's a there's a little bit of me going off the rails <laughs> you haven't to pull me back break out the lasso and <laughs> i'm okay with it i mean that sounds kind of kinky too i think i'm kind of here for it um <laughs> um 
you know, I can, I understand some folks needing language to describe the unique experience of being a dom to a brat, mm-hmm. especially if you're faced with in the community parts of it that are telling you that bratting it shouldn't even be allowed is not okay yeah. is not quote true submission or whatever 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 um well so, you know i mean it's like anything else when when i first came into the lifestyle labels were important to me mm-hmm. because it it made me kind of know where i yes i fit you got to start somewhere. You, you got to start, start somewhere. With some kind of language to get you started to and, figure things out. And you know, now when people ask, you know, what do, you know, what what's what do you what kind of relationship are you in? What are you, you know, we're in a power exchange relationship. I know that's yeah. And, <laughs> because to try to narrow it down to just dom sub, just daddy, dom baby girl, just masochist state, like mm-hmm. it's too complex. Yeah, it's too complex because. There are parts of ourselves that we recognize and we've put names to and titles to and labels to and all Mm -hmm. that. But also who we are with one another and how we're interacting is dependent not just on the roles that we've accepted for ourselves and and our likes and dislikes and wants and needs and kinks and blah, 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 blah. But also what's going on in this moment? What is right for this moment? Sometimes, Sometimes what you get is the service submissive who's like, I just want to take care of you. How can I take care of you? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you get the baby girl who's like, mm, daddy, I need you to take care of me. Yeah. Even if that means telling me to go my ass to bed or you know whatever, or when you hand right. me the, right, 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 right. the quarter of the gummy that mm-hmm. I can handle because they're like, here, you can have this tonight, baby girl. Yeah. And then there are the times when it's like actually what we need or want or getting off on or so, whatever it is, is the push and pull and the challenge. Right. But you know, when it comes down to it, to say you're a brat, you're you're a brat wrangler, handler, tamer, whatever. Right. It's still a power exchange. It's all power it's exchange. All it's power all exchange. power exchange. I know. All right. I know. And and it's no different than than being in a, a a high protocol, low protocol, old guard. You know, it is a power exchange relationship. Yes. Yes. Okay. Somebody's in controlling or in charge or whatever, and somebody is not, or they're giving up control yes. or power, however temporarily, and however that is negotiated between the two of them or more, you know, is is up to the individuals involved and whatever labels they choose to use are up to them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, you know, I am no, I've not gone fully into, oh, I hate all labels. They just box me in. I know a lot of people feel that way. I forgot to put yeah. the caveat at the beginning that if you reject all labels, that's fine too. We know you don't have to tell me angrily in the comments. <laughs> anyway, but... I do I do absolutely feel like the limiting power of some of those terms. As much yeah. as I'm like here for let me get put names to things to describe me, but then let me explain to you what that means to me. It's why I get really pissed off when the world's like, "Oh, but you're a brat." No the fuck I'm not. Because the way I define that for myself and I will never put the pressure on anybody else to accept my definition for themselves of mm-hmm. what that means, no I don't fit, I don't qualify. I I have I have never seen and I, I, I still feel bad about this because of the way it happened. When I looked at you and said, oh, no, you are a brat. And you burst out in tears. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you burst out in tears. So, yeah, now the closest I will ever come with that now is is brassy. <laughs> yeah. And I'll, ex- I'll accept brassy. I'll understand i am you know tap dancing on a line between the two Mm. for me it goes back to intent and that's why i you know these labels can be kind of fun to play with i would never call you a brat tamer i mean come on yeah um handler wrangler sometimes a bratty cohort (laughs) you're 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 i'm sassy and you're bratty let's just let's just put that way and you know what i think part of the reason the terms in general can be really limiting is sometimes sass taming but you are because i have gone too far and you're like oh i'm putting my foot down and i'm going to correct this behavior and it might be kinky and it might be you know whatever whatever but i'm correcting this behavior and sometimes you are just wrangling me you're like oh shit she's gone off the rails let me pull her back a little bit Mm -hmm. let me make sure she knows you know her place in this or you're handling me in that okay we're doing the push and pull and then sometimes we're giving as good as we're getting to one another. Like I am saying the sassy thing. I'm giving you the sassy look and what you're doing is giving it back a hundred fold. Like you're, you know, yeah. there's no wrangling or handling or taming. There no. is 
you know, enjoying it together. I don't even have a term for it. I don't mm-hmm. even know what that term would be. And that's where I feel like the limiting factor of some of these terms mm-hmm. is that it uses a broad term to try to describe something that is probably not what's happening 100% of the time. Yeah. Sometimes there might be a taming. Sometimes there might be a handling. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's a wrangling. Sometimes there's a something else, right? Right. And trying to narrow it down and say, you are this in terms of brat, sass, whatever behavior, mm-hmm. it's too, in that point, it's too limiting. It doesn't, it doesn't fit. What you are is my job and we're in a power exchange and the way right. we like to be in our power exchange is to most of the time be kind of serious about it, but oftentimes be very playful with it. Right. Because if we didn't have the playful aspect, we'd be bored. Yes. When we tried Absolutely. to be super serious, we didn't quite mesh. It, it didn't It didn't work. And then once we brought the the other elements into it, mm-hmm. it, it just snapped and and took off at a at a, you know took off running. Part yeah. I, this is not about brat <laughs> versus words. sass, but I the the way I think about this also goes for me into the fact that I don't need to always call you daddy. You know, I don't like to say your name. That's that's no no no. That's way too fucking casual. Um, I don't. It doesn't feel right in my mouth. But to call mm. to call you JB, that's this world persona. I mm. don't like calling you Southern Sir, which is your fat name. Yeah. But people who, in the lifestyle and community, that's how they call him. And I'm like, no, that's John Brownstone, but okay, fine, Southern Sir. But you know, Mr. John, JB, something mm. other than your legal name <laughs> and your you know, f- first name by itself, that's not formal enough. I don't like it. It's, you know, yes, you're my daddy, Dom, and you're mm. my caregiver. But you are so much more than that. So yes, you wrangle my sass and you handle my sass and on occasion you might tame my sass but you are so much more than that and that's the part i don't like about labels and the way they sometimes get applied to people is they limit people sure and i again i go back to you can take on a label and do exactly what we do redefine it for yourself or go this is just one facet and here are these other things that fit me as well and this is what makes the whole you know, conglomeration mm-hmm. of who I am and and all of that. And even still, I know for me, that's still not satisfying. I can, I can line up all my little labels in a row and I'm like, yeah, but I, I wish there was just a term I could go this. And actually it's Kayla. I mean, this Kayla Lords. That's yep. what this is. <laughs> Whatever the fuck this is. Um, yeah. I don't know how satisfying of a of a way of thinking about that that is for anybody. <laughs> I am not I'm not on the side of all labels are bad because I I go back to you got to have a common language. You have to have a way of explaining yourself. First you have to have a way of knowing what to go look for. We need right. words for that. That's just the nature of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but language is always changing and we can change the definitions. Maybe not fundamentally like we wouldn't say brat tamer is all about having a subservient submissive. Like that doesn't make sense. You don't just arbitrarily yeah. whole cloth change things, but you go, okay, I understand that people think of brat taming this way, but it appeals to me and here's why and here's how I think of it, right? And when you do that with labels, I think you get more introspective about what kink is. At the same time, I think you can also yeah. think about a label and reject and go, I don't like that label. It doesn't fit me or I wish, it, you can even go so far as say you wish it didn't exist. It's fine. Um, but that tells me that you've probably put a lot of thought into that label and that to me is what is the most interesting how much I, you know let's put thought into what we're doing let's yeah sure let's research it and let's you know yeah. exper- experiment and try things whatever but putting the thought into it and and consciously choosing yes this label no this not this label or mm-hmm. yes this experience but not this label or whatever whatever like it, everything about kink is completely individualized Sure. My kink experience will not match another soul's kink experience on this planet because they can't True. have the exact experiences I have right. had. They can't have the exact thoughts I have. They can't even see every single label the exact way I see it, right? Correct. So to think about these labels and go, I like this, I don't like this. I'll take the label because it appeals when I'm gonna, here's what it means to me, whatever, whatever, whatever. Like that's just more individualization of your kink experience right mm-hmm. and but labels are useful because then we get a common language if sure. you say brat wrangler brat handler maybe brat tamer you're gonna maybe have to have a conversation because they're preconceived notions right mm-hmm. i think a great question when somebody gives you a label that you have 
especially strong feelings about, right? Yeah. So go, what does that mean to you? And let's see if they can explain themselves. Sometimes you learn they have put a zero thought into it and you're like, okay, okay. I'll, yeah. I'll see you in 90 days to three years and we'll see, you know, where you're mm-hmm. at in your kink journey, right? Um, but sometimes then you learn, oh, okay, the term appealed to you, but it means this to you. And now you know a little bit more about that person. I don't know. I know. Brett Tamer, I'll just go back to Brett Tamer is not my favorite. Brett Handler, I'm okay with. Mm. Um, but if I think of who you are, I, I cannot pin you down to a specific term. One or the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we would yeah. have to then substitute Sassin because not Brett. <laughs> not Brett. Except Braddy Daddy. Braddy Daddy, sure. <laughs> sure, sure. I don't know mm-hmm. what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're talking about. I don't know that I have much more to say about yeah. it. Um, I think that I just think it, you know, it requires personal thought. And if you, you know, what appeals to yeah. you, what doesn't. And I would just love the people who just don't like bratty behavior to just fucking admit that to themselves and go find themselves a submissive who's not going to be bratty and leave the brats of and sassy subs of the world alone. Dude. We're having a good time without you. <laughs> and leave them, leave them to the people who love it and want it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Nobody is telling you that you can't have a power exchange where there's a lot of rule following and discipline and no mm-hmm. backtalk and, mm-hmm. you know, no snark and whatever, whatever, what you get. Go have it. Right. Leave the rest of us the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, like like I said earlier, that, that little bit updated definition of brat tamer yeah i can i can kind of sit with that mm-hmm. a little better than mm-hmm. and i do like how that site acknowledges how that term gets twisted which is why yes. i think it leaves a bad taste in some people's mouths and then we've evolved to brat handler or whatever yeah um yeah if i was gonna pick i'd take brat handler over brat tamer for sure mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. and and i mean you know Labels are labels are labels, and you know they're 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 not the end all be all. No, in, in anything. So Mm-mm. I think I, from the experience I've had with just getting to know people, I feel like labels tend to be really important when you're first figuring shit out. Whether yeah. you're brand new to kink or you're just brand new to that flavor of kink, and you're like, oh, I figured mm-hmm. this out about myself. Let me let me go dive in a little bit more. Yeah. The the folks who I have met and gotten to know, even on a surface level over the years, who've done this long enough that the new feeling has worn off and they're just sort of comfortable in their kink selves. I mean, they don't, there's, you know, they might give you a couple of labels, sure, you know, yeah. especially in, in context of the conversation. But, you know, most people are like, I'm a dom, I'm a sub. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I don't, I don't, it's almost the feeling I get is I don't have to define that for you. I know what that means, yeah. but I know you'll understand this term. I'm a mascist. I'm a top. I'm a bottom. Like they keep it real simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's nothing wrong with being new and excited and going, I am all of these labels. Like that's, I think that's a really common experience for a lot of sure. people. I know it was for me. And I still hold on to a lot of mm-hmm. labels because I feel like if I can give you this laundry list, you'll, you'll, uh, you won't understand how it all comes together in one, but you'll go, okay, I recognize that. I recognize that. Yeah. I Like I get that. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Hmm? I don't know. I was, I was just real excited to have the conversation. But now I don't feel like I have anything else to say. <laughs> so I guess we can like be done with this one and go into a bonus Move section. On. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, like anything else, labels, um, they have their place. They have their use. But they, you know, you don't have to um, adhere to them. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting to, to see how these have morphed mm-hmm. over time. Cause language is constantly, constantly evolving. evolving. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. reject them, accept them, redefine mm-hmm. them, whatever. I just think put intentional thought behind it. Yeah. Know what you're doing and why you're doing it and why, you know, mm-hmm. have, have some time to think through, okay, right. I'm going to, I like that label and here's why I like that label or mm-hmm. here's what it means to me. Yeah, And then I think we as like a kink community maybe need to get into a better habit of when we hear a label, especially if we have a preconceived notion of what we think it means, just get into a better habit of going, oh, okay, so what does that mean to you? 
to the extent somebody's willing to tell us. I mean, that could be personal information, but Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like to be inquisitive. Well, I mean, that's that's the thing because kink is so individual, Mm -hmm. all right? The the definition you put on on a label could be total 180 from what Mm -hmm. I have Mm -hmm. as a definition for that label, which be totally right. different from somebody else. And quite frankly, sometimes if you hear how people use these labels for themselves and what what it means to them, man, you can probably find some incompatibilities real quick. Because if somebody told me they were a brat tamer and then they talked about like teaching some lessons and whatever, I'd be like, oh, okay, you are not for me. Right. Good to know. Good yeah. to know. And then we can move on. And you know? move, move on and let's, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See what else we can find. So, so yeah, I, I think that I feel like brat handler is an evolution from brat tamer because brat tamer... Mm-hmm does have the ability to leave bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. Yeah. Um, and that's that on that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever your thoughts are on Brat Tamer, Brat Handler, labels in general, as long as we are not assholes, please share yeah. in the ways that we are connecting. Mm-hmm. Comments on YouTube, comments on the show notes page for podcast listeners, social media. That's fine. That's fine. Um, yeah. Because we all, we all have our opinions. Yeah. And we all have our reasons for our opinions. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. It is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, are we good? I don't know. <laughs> Keep, Keep it, it kinky, kinky all. <laughs> See you next week. What the fuck? Problem, baby girl. I we I feel like I royally screwed that up. I don't know. You got me so relaxed um, that I don't even I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> wow. It was. I mean, uh, was it the the one fourth of the gummy that I was allowed to have? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> but but we know that that one one fourth of a gummy is does good things so yes. and i'm still relaxed uh, a day later mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so yeah so what have you been up to i mean <laughs> <laughs> have we already been demonetized on youtube can i can i say <laughs> we got a little bit of our groove back thanks to uh to some uh gummies yeah Except yeah. you didn't have the gummy. You no. did the other. Yeah. I went OG. You did. You went old school. <laughs> you got a little little wooden pipe that has a little wooden frog carved into it. It's freaking adorable. Mm-hmm. I just have tropical fruit flavored gummies. <laughs> so. There's a question about the... Um, Oh, in live chat, Demon yeah. asked, with the woodshed going on on the 18th, is the live munch going to be the 17th? Um, I don't know of anything on the 17th. Are we talking? Because the 18th is Sunday, unless I don't know how dates work. I don't have my phone. No, 18th is a Saturday. Is it a Saturday? Why did I think it was a Sunday? <laughs> I've been thinking it's a Sunday this whole time. Uh, if we're talking about the Friday night uh, live stream, yeah, that will still happen. Yeah, yeah. Because the thing at the Woodshed, we are only two hours away from Orlando. So it's not like a weekend trip for us. I don't know what days are. I know what dates are, but I don't know what days are. I just don't know. Um, yes, 18th is a Saturday. Okay. Yeah. I know I got, I think I got the 18th, right? The Woodshed thing is on the 18th. Yeah, because they're going to have a party afterwards or mm-hmm. a dungeon thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, Friday. But it's not. it's not in the calendar and I almost booked something else for the 18th. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no, don't book anything for the 18th. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm not all with it today and I don't, I think I'm too laid back. Yeah. <laughs> The, the thoughts aren't racing, trying to mm. desperately to get from my brain to my mouth. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to do with okay, that. Okay. I do not know what to do with that. What have you got for the bonus section? Because um, all I'm going to talk about is my gummies and, you know, <laughs> inappropriate things. Which the gummies are not included in. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I have been working my tail off. Mm-hmm. Getting ready for the the woodshed mm-hmm. show. That's pretty much been my um. I know my focus. 
I know we're today as of date of recording. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're watching later, we're time traveling, but or listening later, podcast listeners, we're time traveling. Um, we have 10 days. Yeah. And I feel like we're going to be working right up to right it. Right up to it. Oh, yeah. And still feel like, oh, man, we, you know, we needed more, blah, blah, blah. But then the scary thing is not that many days after the woodshed is Black Friday. Correct. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, my God. It's great. It's exciting, but it's a little stressful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. It is. Yeah. And then after once this, then we we have another show we're going to be doing at the end of the talk year. About at the end yeah. of the year, yeah. Once we Which get through good. this one, mm-hmm. so um, yeah, it's uh, it, that that's pretty much been me. You know, yeah. um, we did do a little plumbing project. A what project? Plumbing. Plumbing. I thought you said poing, and I was like, what the fuck what? is a poing project? <laughs> Plumbing. <laughs> Plumbing project. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, we, we survived that. Oh, my God. It was d- the same day. We did it on a Sunday, and it was like, okay, we're going to do that. And then I had to go to Gainesville to take the 18-year-old yeah. grocery shopping, and I was like, we're never going to be done. When we were – we went to – to get the supplies, we went to Home Depot because they had everything we needed, minus one thing. Right. So then when we, but that's across town, like that's a huge, that's a mm-hmm. bigger trip. So then we were like, oh shit, we need something else, as you do with home improvement projects. Like right. it's just inevitable. Right, right, right. We had to go to Lowe's and we went to Lowe's not like we were intending. We clearly were not intending to have to leave our house. Hmm. Like we were in not just like dirty work clothes that you would like expect somebody if they're working on a home improvement project, but like, no brushed hair, no brushed teeth. Just like, gotta go. Don't talk to anybody. Certainly right. don't get in their space because you have still have morning breath, but we have to go do this. Um, yeah, and then we hit a certain point with this plumbing project. I was like, we're never going to finish, are we? It didn't seem like it. It did no. not. It did not. It didn't help this day after daylight savings time ended. And so yeah. we're all a little like, what time is it even? Like, mm-hmm. where I we fell back. Did I lose an hour? Do I gain an hour? What happens? Where's my hour? What is happening? <laughs> so, but. so, but yeah, it all it all went well. Um, we had we replaced the cartridges in both it, we're showers. We're doing shower faucet handle. Shower work. handle cartridges. Sure, whatever those are. All I know is that the kids' bathroom <laughs> has been making a water running noise in the faucet handle thing yeah. since we moved too, in. Too long, yeah. <laughs> we just now fixed it. Yeah, well, um, it, it, it increased to a point. When we first moved in, it was just like a little occasional drip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it escalated to now sounding like running to, water to a, a, a steady drizzle yeah yeah so yeah, yeah we we took care of we got that fixed and we figured we might as well go ahead and um do ours as well yeah which i really like like because now because we also cleaned everything like you take the little shower plate thing off and yeah. we clr to that and we took the handle thing and it was like really cleaned it and i was like oh it looks like new right we didn't have to spend a lot of money but we had to put our labor into it, but yeah. it looks like new. <laughs> it does, it does, it does, it does. And there's no running water leak sound in the kids' no, bathroom nope, anymore. No more, no more running water. Which the leaks. youngest, the 14 year old, will not let me call the kids' bathroom the boys' bathroom. He's like, Mm-mm. older brother moved out. That is my, my bathroom. bathroom now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. But yeah. So, like we're just we're just existing yeah, over here. I mean, that, that's been it. We um yeah we we haven't had a lot going on right now. We're just um in that time of the year where we're just trying to get through to the holidays. Yeah, you know my my mom's coming to visit after Thanksgiving mm-hmm. for a week, um and then we have the concert at, right before christmas that we talked yep. about that last week for anybody who maybe is not caught up in episodes mm-hmm. and um i mean yeah no, just mm-hmm. doing what we can mm-hmm. do we uh we we had a little surprise repair to your car 550 dollars later yep yeah but my car doesn't scare me anymore i'm driving <laughs> i was going to the youngest school to get him unenrolled because he's now a homeschool kid um 
and I'm driving that way towards the school on the road to it and the whole car starts like shuddering and jerking and the steering wheel is nothing about it is smooth and I'm like and I had to have that internal debate of do I just turn around and go home I was like no because if there's something wrong now we have to tow thankfully the place we get our car repaired is on the way to the school so I pulled off into a parking lot not the auto repair the parking lot called JB I'm like this is happening (laughs) he's like are you near the repair shop actually yes go there now i'll meet you there and car (laughs) stuff stresses me the hell out i have too many memories both in childhood and early adult years of crappy cars that crap out on you and you have to pull over to the side of the road and it's very stressful to me so i was grateful i got to a parking lot i was grateful the repair shop was like right there um and I, you know, is it painful to spend over $500 on a car repair? Of course it is. Yeah. I'm not happy about it. It has derailed several plans that were in place. Um, but I'm just glad we could. Because <laughs> I've definitely had the the life of having to drive the car that you is only holding on with duct tape and prayers. Like, <laughs> just, I, mm, I don't yeah. want to live that life anymore. Thanks. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So. Um. But uh, yeah, that's been it. And probably after we're done with all this, I'll go out and shop and work for a while. Yeah, we. Uh, the youngest is still doing band at his old school, mm-hmm. so we have had to shift how we, the responsibility of who drives who to where and when. And so my afternoon is drop him off for a class, wait because I'm not going to come all the way home, and then bring him home. So. It's new, new experiences. Yep. We're all adjusting to new routines. I don't do that well. I don't do that well at all. <laughs> I do not. Well, you know what? That's not true. Part of me really does. I like the novelty of change sometimes, but another part of me finds it all very overwhelming and I don't, like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do next if I don't have my routine to follow. Yeah. Um, and so it's a weird push and pull. I'm like, oh, we're doing different things now. This is kind of fun and exciting. But also this is super overwhelming what is happening. <laughs> How will I get all of these things done if I don't have a tightly controlled, carefully planned routine that right, I can just follow right. without thinking? Like, it's it's a thing. So, hmm. yeah. Yep. But, yeah, that's, I mean, that's us and that's it and mm-hmm. doing the thing and, yep. you know, being our boring selves. Um, I've been reading a lot of BDSM smut. You have been. To the point that I discovered a couple of BDSM icks that I have, not just in smut, but also like in life. And so that inspired a future episode on our personal BDSM icks, but we will not be kink shaming because that's not okay. Um, Yeah, like, and, and in my quite relaxed state last night with my quarter of a gummy, because that's all I can handle. Um, and you want to know how that I know that's all I could handle because I tried to handle a whole one like a dumbass. Okay. <laughs> um, but, um, I was like, I have, I have too many thoughts about BDSM smut. <laughs> 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 there's some good things happening here, but there's some not so great things. And so then I had to, you know, talk about that ad nauseum with JB who's just holding his little pipe <laughs> lean back going mm, mm-hmm. ah I see so <laughs> but I do it if I had we do not I do not have the time for this I was like I should make videos about it. let's talk about BDSM smut and what they're getting right and what they're getting wrong <laughs> and my personal pet peeves that are completely subjective and other people will probably love this, but I'm like, no, you're annoying me. But also, I mean, I've, I've been on a, a streak of like only reading kinky smut and it's been, oh God, I've been in this like billionaires uh, trope, which is not my, <laughs> is not my favorite trope. I don't like have a problem with it. It's just like, Meh, okay, fine. And it's always, I'm a billionaire, but I'm like, I'm normal people too. No, the fuck you're not. Okay. <laughs> no, the fuck you're not. Um, and also, my partner is always like 22, 23 to my anywhere from 35 to 45. And I don't like, you know, I don't have a problem with age gap. Yeah. Come on. Um, but like, I just, you have to like have palate cleansers in there. Like so many in a row, you start seeing all the patterns of how the trope works. And then you're yeah. like, I'm not even enjoying it anymore. I'm like, 
I know how this ends. They all end this way. <laughs> you know what? And I'm sure it's out there and haven't found it yet. But what I need is to read some BDSM smut with a middle age sassy submissive that mm. I, why why would i say that i don't know maybe because i am a middle-aged sassy submissive like i just need the 40 year old submissive who's seen some shit in her life it's like <laughs> yeah i choose you you're gonna have to work for it mr dominant dominant man over there like yeah okay it's, am i talking in like het terms maybe because i'm thinking of myself what i need is to read my story <laughs> God damn it. um yeah Oh goodness. Yeah, no, I have thoughts and I can get I can get on that. Um uh there's a term I can't think of it. On the bandwagon? No. no. I was thinking bully pulpit and that's not it. Uh, um not my high horse. There's an expression you get Soapbox. Soapbox, thank you. I went all the way around. <laughs> we went we went on a journey, but we got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, yep. yeah, I could keep rambling as y'all can tell, as, as you as you do. Um, but we're gonna stop now. Yep. Um. Yeah. But I could. I could sit here all day. I, I know can't. You could. I know you I can't. can't. But I could. No, you can't. Not gonna let you. But I would. But you can't. But I would. But you can't. I don't know. It would not be entertaining for anybody but me. That's true. But that's okay. <laughs> so on that note, now it's time to say goodbye. Okay. Okay. We're gonna go. All right. Bye, y'all. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) Bye. Bye.